Hello, welcome to another episode of the Corporate Hustle Podcast. It is I, Demetria Samuels, your host. And in this episode, I get the privilege of interviewing Dr. Laura Lewis. She is a true corporate hustler where she has earned those awesome degrees, but she still, she still decided, you know what? I don't need to work from someone else. I need to take my skill set and put it to work for myself. So in this episode, it's all about black love, black money, and girl power. Hello, this is the Corporate Hustle Podcast, a place where women have a space to create money inside and out of corporate America. Passive income, multiple streams of income, all come with its individual challenges, successes, processes, strategies, procedures, and we are here to talk about it all. It is time to get to the money inside and out of corporate America, and we do that here on the Corporate Hustle Podcast. What's up, subject matter experts? It's I, Demetria Samuels, the Corporate Hustler, and we are here for another episode of the Corporate Hustle Podcast. Today I have a guest, so I'm not solo. I will be interviewing Dr. Laura Lewis. Let me give you some background on her so you understand why it is that I decided that she needed to be on this podcast. Dr. Laura Lewis has over 10 years of experience as a licensed psychiatrist, speaker, and consultant. She's the owner, CEO of Gifted Consultant LLC, a well-known practice here in Haiti, Cambodia, just to name a few. Can we say global, good people? She obtained her Bachelor's of Science in Psychology from Florida State University, a Master's in Science in Counseling at Fordham University, and a PhD at Howard University in Washington, D.C. She's an American Psychology Association um, accredited member. So she's had over 200 speaking engagements, 57 consulting gigs, 1,000 counseling sessions. So your girl is certified. She is certified, and let's listen to what she has to say about building a business, about love, about why we all need some counseling every now and then. All kinds of great stuff is what we dive into. So today's guest is Dr. Laura Lewis. She is a licensed psychiatrist, and I am so excited to have her as a guest. She's the owner of Gifted Counseling LLC, and she's an awesome speaker. I actually met her in person at an event called Secure the Bag. Um, so that was kind of exciting to meet her actually in person. Um, and just knowing, first of all, just knowing a Black doctor is always exciting. Anybody who has stretched themselves to the highest level of education is always um, great to be in their presence because I know at the bachelor's degree, I was like deuces to the whole situation called um, college. So anybody who, you know, perseveres and is all into that, I'm there for it. Also, she's all about love, black love, all love, but of course, helping our black couples out there and doing it in an entrepreneurial way. So, you know, I had to have her on the Corporate Hustle podcast. So you can catch her bio in the show notes, but I want you to hear from her own words what she is all about. So Dr. Lewis, please tell the Corporate Hustlers what you are all about. So I am a psychologist and I love, love, love helping couples hit the reset button after infidelity. I started my practice in 2012 and really started out of just kind of wanting to, to do my own thing. I had worked for other people for a number of years and I was like, you know what, I want to start my own practice. And so it just really grew from there. Now I have a staff of five and we're just out here doing our thing and speaking and transforming relationships. Now, what gave you the courage to leave like the, 
the private sector of what a um, professional would do versus owning your own business or being in your own lane? Um, I think one of the things is I had connected to this mentor of mine. His name is Lamar Tyler, and he really focuses in on his company's called Black and Married with Kids. And at that point, I was like, wow, like there are people out here who are really serving our community in an amazing, positive way. And I was like, I want to do that. And for the longest time, um, my dad was like, get you a good government job. And so I thought I was just going to be a college professor. And I had, I was teaching at the college level and I thought, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And at, at some point I was just like, you know what? I want to, I want to do things on my own terms. Like I want to do things my way. I want to serve the people that I want to serve because I've seen a lot of um, messages that were negative about marriage and then people of my generation just not really getting married at the same rate that like other that that other people did like back in the day like we weren't getting married at the same rate and then there's a high rate of divorce in the black community and so that made me just really want to double down on serving serving couples specifically serving minority couples to create a space where we can have conversations in a healing-oriented way. I love that. Now, you've combined a passion and a skill set. So did you purposely go out and do that, or was it something that organically happened? I think it was something that I wanted to do when I was, like, really young. Like, when I was 19, I was like, I'm going to work with couples and then other people around me would just say, oh, black people don't go to therapy or, you know, you need the security of a job. I mean, just people would just tell me different things that made me a little bit nervous about starting. I, you know, I started it as a I was working in someone else's practice. And then that just kind of helped me feel feel confident that I could do it, that I could do it for myself. Um, but, you know, entrepreneurship is a risk. And I am very risk averse. <laughs> and so I'm just, I'm just thankful that I had the support of, of my husband because one of the things about entrepreneurship is that you have to have stability at home. It's so important that you have stability in your home life as you are becoming an entrepreneur um, because you need to have some place that at the end of all of the, the risk and the you know, the fears that you have a place to really, um, a, a good place where you have peace. And so that's, that's what really helped me as well. I want to give a special shout out to Stash. I simply love saving money and you should too. Stash is a simple way for you to invest seamlessly as the money just takes little small amounts out of your checking or savings account or whatever you like and invest it in various things. I love to roll like Buffett. I love those delicious dividends, and you will too. Be sure to begin investing by using Stash. Go to bit.ly stash with me um, to sign up today. Partner about it, then it can it can kind of create tension. Or in a lot of cases, as a couples therapist, a lot of times I see, especially for my men clients. They will like put everything into, you know, building their business to the point where um, sometimes there's nothing left when they come home. 
and they're just empty, they're tired, and they don't really have a lot of energy to put into their relationship. And so while they're thinking, oh, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do this, create this business so that I can provide for my family, um, because of the level of energy that's put into it, they, at times they'll do it to the sacrifice of their relationship. And so that really kind of created that interest in me to have dialogue, create spaces where we can talk about how can we be successful in both, in the business, in the boardroom, and at home. I love that. Now, a lot of my um, corporate hustlers, of course, are females. And I, you know, I believe a lot of my target audience is alpha females. Jean, can you weigh in on um, alpha females as it relates to business? Definitely. So as alpha females, we are, like, we strong-minded. We know what we want. um, And we go after it, right? And so you have to be mindful of, well, who is a good match for me with that? And, and also know that sometimes we have to temper our, sometimes we have to, de- we have to temper our decisions when we're in a relationship with the other person. Like, this is what I'm thinking about doing. What do you think, babe? This is what I really want to make happen. Tell me, I want to get your feedback on it. Because men, they want to feel like they are a part of what you're doing. And if you're just kind of doing and making decisions without really you know, involving your partner in it, then they can feel, they can feel some sort of way about that, you know? No, that makes perfect sense. You kind of just got to like, you know, weigh it out, you know, um, play, play, you know, play your role when you need to in your marriage versus in the actual boardroom. Um, now I was with, I was having lunch with, uh, or dinner with a girlfriend and we both are, we both, we believe we're both alpha, very much alpha females. And we came across a thing called decision fatigue, or that's what we called it. I believe it's a thing um, where we make a lot of decisions throughout the day at work, in our jobs, or with our kids and our family. So when you ask us a simple question like, what do you want to eat? We just don't feel like answering it. So (laughs) have you ever heard of decision fatigue or is it a real thing? Yes. Well, you're just so tired of making a de- making decisions. Maybe you have a team that you manage, maybe you have like multiple, like just multiple things that you are constantly having to decide on. As the owner of, of a business, it's constant decisions that you have to make. And so by the time you get home, you're just like, whatever, like whatever you want to eat is fine. <laughs> and so yeah, finding that balance with like letting your partner take the lead at home and also communication. You know, I think that communication is the number one thing that kills most marriages. And so if couples can just really get on the same page and make sure that they're communicating with each other, you are unstoppable. I love that. Now, um, have you ever, um, or is your husband in any way involved with your business? He is. He is. So I didn't even know that I was going to be a business owner. Like I mentioned, I thought I was going to be a college professor. But when we met, I was 19. I was in undergrad. And my husband, he was 25. He was working on his PhD in information systems. And so he really exposed me to this whole world of business and entrepreneurship. Because when we was in college, he started his own company. And so that's when I really started thinking like, okay, I'm seeing him do this thing. And then once I finished with graduate school, I immediately started my own practice and he built the website. Um, he's really good with search engine optimization getting it found online. And so when it comes to 
us working together, you know, sometimes we bust pants because I'm an alpha female as well. <laughs> I'm a Leo and <laughs> I have, um, you know, I have my, my opinions, my strong <laughs> opinions. And so while he has, um, he has definitely had to, you know, like we both have had to kind of meet in the middle in terms of, okay, now what are we going to do? I have this idea. You have this idea. Now, how can we make this thing work in a way where we're both utilizing each other's strengths? I think that's what served us well. Okay. Now, besides coming to see you um, and getting the actual advice, are there any books, tips, tricks, you know, strategies that you want to recommend to um, just our black couples in general, not just the ones that are like entrepreneurs together or not, just in general? Is there anything that we should be out here reading or doing um, to keep our marriages good? Yes, definitely. So there is a book that I wrote. It's called Marital Peace. And Marital Peace is a book that I wrote out of my dissertation. So my dissertation is focused on marital satisfaction. You know, growing up, I saw a lot of divorce. And I was like, man, all the couples I see that's doing it well is the Cosby's. And so I was like, it has to be like some other couples out here that are successful in this, this world of marriage. And so what I end up doing is I end up interviewing a ton of couples couples that have been married for a number of years that have been able to navigate challenges and so I ended up I was like okay the dissertation is written but I don't want to just kick the ladder down behind me and so I put that information on what it takes to build a strong healthy relationship in my book marital peace and then a couple other things that I would say when it comes to building a solid foundation is one you have to guard your thoughts because our thoughts is what creates our reality and so we have to be really mindful of what am I telling myself? Am I telling myself things that line up with the future that I'm trying to create? Or am I telling myself anxious thoughts that are getting in the way of me creating? I love that. Now, we're now, like you just mentioned, you have a book, you're a speaker. So you're not just a psychiatrist, psychologist, right? Which mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I got it right. And so I want you to tell us, you know, how did you decide just not to just do the, you know, the technical work, just working with the couples, but you decided I want to do seminars, I want to write books, I want to do more for my brand. So how did you transition into that piece of your business? That's a great question. So um, what happened was I had built my practice and it was full. Like I couldn't take on another client. Like I was at capacity, but I wanted to continue to scale and I wanted to continue to serve other people, couples. And so I was like, well, how do I do this? How do I scale my business when I'm at capacity? And so that's when I turned to speaking. And then I was, I asked, um, a supervisor that I had at the time and I asked him, I was like, well, he owned the group practice. And I was like, well, what do you think? Can I charge for this? Can I charge for doing workshops and things? And he was like, oh no, nobody pays psychologists to speak. And that's why I think you have to be careful about who you let speak into you because they can create whatever like limitations that they have in their mind. They can push those limitations on you. And so that's what happened at the time where I was thinking, oh, well, he's saying I can't get paid. So maybe that's what it is. But I, I thank God I have somebody else, another mentor of mine, who um, really spoke life into me. He was like, no, you definitely can get paid to do this. And I was like, his name was Dr. Tolson, and he was my dissertation advisor. And I was like, well, Dr. Tolson, how much do you think I should charge? And he said, well, start at 1500 Oh, my goodness. I almost fell out my seat. I was like, 
hundred dollars. This one, this one supervisor saying you're not gonna get paid at all, and then I have a mentor saying charge fifteen hundred. So I was just torn. I was like, I don't even know. So um, I ended up charging five hundred because I was like, I'm scared to charge fifteen hundred. So I started at five hundred, and I ended up pitching myself to speak at the Chamber of Commerce. Sidebar: Chamber of Commerce is always looking for speakers. So if you guys have a message, you have something you pout that you want to share with the world, definitely look at the Chamber of Commerce. Um, so I pitched them, and they was like, Oh, no problem. And me thinking, like, oh, 500 is too much. Them saying, yes, right away, let me know for sure I could have charged more. Um, so now my rate is between three dollars to $10,000, and I've done over a 1,000 speaking engagements. Um, but, yeah, that's how it started. I love that. So you saw advice, and you got two different ones. So luckily you didn't just go with that first opinion that you said, let me get a second opinion. Now, um, I know you mentioned the word mentors often. Did you also uh, pursue business coaches or strategists and things of that nature as well? Absolutely, absolutely. And so for those of you who are, maybe you're like, you you have a business idea and you're like, okay, I want to launch a thing, but I don't know how I can get it launched. I would definitely recommend investing in business coaching because that was a game changer for me. To be able to work with somebody that's holding your hand through something and saying, okay, this is what you do. This is how you pitch. This is how you negotiate. This is how you set up your business properly. It allowed for me to skip the line, so to speak. So instead of it taking years upon years, me investing in business coaching allows for me to get further faster. And so that's definitely something that I would recommend to all the listeners out there um, and to the person out there who's saying, oh, I can't afford it. You can't afford not to have a coach. Coaching has truly transformed my life and business. In corporate hustle land, I believe in multiple streams of income. So it seems when I read um, your information, just what I know about you, yes, you are um, a doctor and you have that practice and even maybe even a speaker, but you do you also coach or help others um, position themselves or market themselves to speak? Yes, I do. And so I have a Facebook group. It's called Paid to Speak. Guys, definitely check it out. I pour a lot of juicy content inside of that Facebook group, Paid to Speak. Um, and so what happened to what happened for me is I was like, you know what, I want I want to speak. And so I started speaking on stages. I started booking international speaking engagements. I started I was speaking on stage with like Les Brown and some some really big name speakers. And so then people would inbox me and I would say, Dr. Lewis, how'd you get started at? How'd you get that speaking and get, how'd you get in Cosmopolitan Magazine? They would just ask me like, how'd I get started? And so I was like, you know what? I need to create a space where we can have conversations like this because I don't want it to take, I want it to be easier for other people that want to get started with speaking. And so that's when I started my community, Paid to Speak. And then afterwards, I launched a program called Castro Podium. It's a membership program where I really walk people through holding their hand through step-by-step what it takes to really build a profitable speaking business, how to do it, how to be successful at it, you know, how to make it work for you and your business. Now, do you believe that, you know, I need to already have written a book or I need to be a doctor to be a speaker or some type of specialty? Or do you believe that anybody could be a speaker? Yes. I, now, I don't believe you need to be a doctor at all, at all, not at all. Um, I don't believe that you need to write a book. Um, I have a book, but 
you know, books take books can take a long time to produce. I think looking back on it now, I think um, there's so many other ways that you can make money outside of having a book as a speaker, like courses and and master classes and things like that, that that you can sell that really builds up credibility as well. Um, so no, I don't think you need all of that at all. What you really need is you do need an expertise. You need something that, you know, this is my lane. And having an expertise doesn't mean that you have to know everything it is to know about that topic, but it means but it means that you just need to know a little bit more than what the people that you are speaking to know. And so what I what I have realized is that people pay to see experts. So if you're just a generalist, like, oh, I just speak on everything. No, that's not marketable. But if you have something that, like, I do a lot of workshops teaching people how to rebuild trust after betrayal. There are a lot of relationship coaches. But having something that, okay, within the relationship space, this is specifically what I focus on. Say you're a business coach. And you say, okay, well, I specifically focus on branding. And I like to work with people who are in their side hustle and they're trying to launch their, their brand that so that's a niche so having something that this is the specific lane that i know that i'm good at that is what helps and then, then there's a couple things that, it, that is involved when it comes to establishing your brand and positioning yourself for those high dollar speaking in gigs that that really go a long way awesome i love that i love that so do you have any um advice for our corporate hustlers uh which are professional women who completely are into building their careers. However, they understand that corporate America ain't loyal. So they always make sure that they're building um, additional revenue streams or businesses. Do you have any advice for us? So I love what you said about, um, and then another thing is consistency, 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 consistency. I can't, I can't speak on that enough. When I first launched the pay to speak group, it was just me in there talking to myself for real. Like I was like, hello, is there anybody out there? Sometimes I do Facebook lives and nobody would show up, but I had to be consistent, still showing up anyway, still doing daily posts, even when it was like a group of five people. And now um, I'm thankful the community has grown to thousands of people, but you know, it started with just, with just me and five other people. And so that's why I say that consistency is really important. Even if you don't see the full manifestation at, at this point, still being consistent and showing up. And so whether that is, I'm just going to share with people one, one tip each day, be consistent in that. The about therapy mm -hmm. um, and black people <laughs> and couples in particular. So I wanted to dispel a couple of myths about one, it, is it major expensive? And um, two, that we don't go. It is absolutely not true that we don't go. I have built a a multi six figure practice, and it is full of black folks. So, um, so I'm so glad that I pushed through some of those mental limitations that I had in the beginning, where I thought like, is this something that is is going to be marketable? You know, sometimes you have to hold space for a dream even before you you see it all the way fully. You have to just take one step. And so, yeah, I started a practice and it's full of black couples. And so, yeah, we definitely go to therapy and it's not expensive. It is not expensive at all. And so you might, like most people have insurance. If you have insurance, you could go to see a therapist on your insurance panel 
and then you just pay your copay, just same like you would if you go to see your primary care doctor. Um, and then, of course, there are also other programs like there's this program called Open Path. Open Path is, you know, for any listeners out there who don't have insurance, but you still want to get plugged in for therapy. There are therapists who they say, you know what, I'm going to slide my scale. I'm going to slide the fee so that people who can't necessarily afford the full fee for therapy. My full fee is 175 for couples counseling. But for people who um, there are therapists who have said, you know, I'm going to slide my fee down to 30 to $50. There are therapists that you can see at that range. So just know that help is available. And it's so important that you get support because sometimes, you know, in business, um, there are ups and downs. And so you want to make sure that you have somebody that can support you and, and really keeping things moving and keeping a positive mindset as you move forward and tackle big goals. Awesome. And then a follow-up question to that, because I'm just interested. I know that it's couples therapy, and a lot of people only think about couples therapy when there's a major problem in their relationship or they're about to get married. But are there any other scenarios that you could think of that, hey, maybe it's just a, a quarterly or yearly thing that you just want to come and refresh or something like that in your relationships? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I think that's the best option. Honestly, I think it's best that you seek therapy when it's not like a catastrophe or something major, you know, that's happening because on average, on average, couples wait five to seven years before they actually see a therapist. Can you imagine you have a heart problem? You wait five to seven years before you find out what's going on with your heart before you go to see a cardiologist. You know, it's help out there. Sometimes we wait until things get really bad and then resentment has built up and then now it's even harder to be able to rebuild. And so I think definitely think if you're just, you know, having communication challenges or maybe you're about to make a big decision about moving in together um, or maybe you just want to get some maintenance just to make sure that, hey, we still keep the intimacy right and tight, then couples therapy is something that, that you can that you should consider then as well as a maintenance to get support. Awesome. And I'm just, I'm just out here being nosy. Do you and your husband do any retreats or anything? Look, I'm just out here throwing income streams. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yes. We usually do an annual retreat and I love retreats. Let me tell you why, because it's something special about getting away and you're in a new city, you're in a new country, and you are with other couples, people who are serious and passionate about their relationship. Because I know for me, I didn't grow up seeing a lot of happy, married folks. I didn't see a lot of that in my family. And so I think when you go on a couples retreat, it allows for you to rebuild, reconnect, and and create something by building a bond with other couples who have that same vision and passion for their relationship. I love that. And then one other question related to this is, um, do you have any advice to tell the difference when you need couples therapy versus your own or yeah, basically. Yeah. So people, so some of the main things that people will seek individual therapy for is things like anxiety or depression. Um, you'll know that you are experiencing anxiety if you experiencing some physical symptoms like your heart is racing or you know it's something that you have to do but you keep avoiding it putting it off procrastination those are some signs that you might need some support to kind of manage the anxiety or symptoms of depression can include like a depressed mood can't get out of bed eating more in some cases people eat less or changing your appetite 
um, not not as focused. Those are some things that might let you know, okay, I'm experiencing some symptoms of depression. I probably should get some support just to make sure that it doesn't get worse. And individual therapy is really great for that. Awesome. That makes sense. And Dr. Laura, before you go, tell us where we can find you, where we connect with you, how we can, you know, just stay in your presence of information. Sure, absolutely. So if you are interested in becoming a speaker or maybe you're thinking, oh, I I speak a little bit, but I want to figure out how can I get paid to do this thing, then I have a program. It's called my Couch Podium Membership. And so definitely you can connect with me on that. And my email is hello at couchtrapodium.com. And then I also have a Facebook group called Paid to Speak. And so definitely if you just want to get some free tips, then check out the Facebook group. Now, if you're more interested in the couple side, then go to atlantacoupletherapy.com. Um, there you can find out about my membership program for couples. It's called After I Do. And so with that, we do um, weekly Q&A because sometimes you just need somebody to talk to, somebody that can help talk to your mate and be like, help help them listen to you. And so that's that's another area that you can get support in. Again, that website is atlantacoupletherapy.com. Also, check out my book. It's called Marital Peace. You can get it on Amazon. Awesome. Well, you guys be sure to connect with Dr. Laura because she is awesome and we always want to increase the black love and the longevity of our relationships. And also, if y'all didn't hear all them gems she dropped about, you know, starting her business, taking her education and monetizing it to the next level, then you missed it. You need to go back and rewind this podcast because that's exactly what just happened. Corporate Hustlers is she literally has told you, I took my education and I monetized it to fit what I wanted my income to be, what I wanted my schedule to be, what I wanted my lifestyle to look like. So be sure to check her out, get more information and join us again on another episode of the Corporate Hustlers podcast. Talk to you all really soon. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of the Corporate Hustle podcast. It was enjoyable talking to Dr. Lewis about black love, about taking your skill set and monetizing it. Leave a review on iTunes or on Google Play and let us know what you thought about this episode. And be sure to check us out in the Facebook group where we keep the conversation going over at Corporate Hustlers. Um, It's a free complimentary Facebook group. So join us over there. All right. I'll talk to you soon.